Hello, Shalene. I just want to say thank you for producing such great content for your podcasts. I subscribe to both Build Your Tribe and to The Shalene Show, and I look forward to listening to one of your episodes every single morning. Thank you for all that you do for your listeners and keep producing amazing content. Thank you so much. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. All right, Mom, this one's all you. Thanks so much for joining me on this super cool edition of Build Your Tribe. Today, I'm going to cover the 14 steps that you need to follow in order to write your first ebook. Now, wait, before you click off and decide that this isn't the topic for you, you've got a book in you. You have figured some things out. People ask you how you did that thing. You've solved a problem. You've overcome a challenge. Or maybe your life is just really fascinating. Whatever the case may be, I know you have a book in you. And I want to help you write your first ebook. This episode, I'm going to cover for you in detail all 14 steps in the exact order that you'll need to follow in order to take your ebook idea from conception to completion. First, the advice I'm giving, how I'm going to structure this for you, is based on the assumption that what you're writing is kind of a basic ebook. It's not your life memoir. It's not something that's going to solve the world's problems. It's not the thing that's going to gain you fame and notoriety and pay the mortgage. I'm really trying to just get you to create one tiny, teeny little ebook, something fun, something doable, something that you said, like, I did this. When people are like, oh, what are you doing? You're like, oh, well, I'm actually, I'm writing an ebook. Like just something small, something fun, something that can get you excited, a passion project. This isn't something that I want you to think of as this monstrous, overwhelming task. I want you to almost think of it as like a report. Like we're back in high school and I'm just asking you to write a report. The only difference is this is going to be on a subject that you really freaking love and you know it inside and out. So you're going to get an A on this test. All right. With that in mind, let's proceed. Step one is to decide on your topic. And ideally, for this passion project, I'd like you to pick a topic that you're passionate about, but also that kind of solves a problem. It either solves a problem or it gives people the information that they need. It kind of answers questions. So an example that I used the other day on an Instagram Live, by the way, this video is still up on my Facebook wall. So if you go to Shalene, actually, if you go to facebook.com forward slash Shalene, you'll see the video there where I went over these 14 steps, but I did it live and answered questions. So that might be fun for you to watch because I went in a little further depth than what I will do today. Today, I'm just going to give you the nuts and bolts. So you want to pick something that maybe is answering questions for people. And the example that I used was to imagine that you have had twins and they're grown now. They're 21 years old or whatever. And 
you're like, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal, except when you really think back on it and you remember how overwhelmed you were when you first brought two babies at once home from the hospital and how you probably felt like breaking down and how overwhelmed you were and all the things you learned and all of the you know, trials and tribulations that you probably have later shared with other moms of multiples. So now what I want you to do is think about like, okay, I'm going to help moms who are bringing home twins understand how to parent twins, like what to do when you're bringing two babies home. That's an idea that would relate to a topic that you're just giving people information. You're not really solving a problem. Like it's not a problem, but it's a challenge that you have two babies at once. Other ebook ideas might be how to do a seven-day keto diet. The problem that you're solving there is that people don't really understand exactly what to eat. They kind of, maybe they understand the keto diet, but they don't know exactly what their menu would look like. Another problem might be, let's say if it were me personally, I could talk about how to heal a hamstring avulsion naturally. Now, I could write that as a short mini ebook, like under 100 pages. I could also turn that into a 300-page book. Remember, I want you to think about solving a brief problem. Think of this as a report, something that people could consume in less than a weekend. What I don't want you to worry about yet is whether someone else has done this, because I guarantee they have. Anything you can think of, someone's already written that book. Someone's already had that thought. They've already developed a plan, but that shouldn't stop you because not only has one person done it, a lot of people have done it. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to be more successful or that there are people who don't even know a solution exists other than from you. And the other thing I don't want you to worry about at this stage is the title. Do not worry about the title. So when I suggested you come up with a topic and I said how to heal a hamstring avulsion, that's a problem that I'm solving, but I'm not going to hold on tightly to that as the title. So let go of the idea of figuring out the title yet, and you'll understand why in a few moments. The next thing you do, step two, is to take out a pen and a piece of paper. Now that you've decided on your topic, I want you to freeform a brainstorming session. So think about every possible thing that you could have possibly needed to know to solve this problem or whatever information, again, the same example, a new mom might need who's bringing home two babies or whatever the problem is you're solving, whatever the information you're giving to people. I want you to really create this very exhaustive list and we're going to edit it back because, again, you're probably going to come up with more ideas than what you could fit comfortably into a quick ebook. But do the list nonetheless because it's going to help you to decide how far you want to take this topic. And that's also part of step two. Step two also should include, once you have like everything laid down on paper, like every possible thing someone could need to know about solving this problem, then ask yourself, okay, how far do I want to take them? To use the same example, if you're writing an ebook for moms of twins and you think about everything that happened from the moment you gave birth to the time that they were 18, that's a lot of information. So in this step, you should decide, okay, am I going to specifically write a book to help people get through the first 30 days, the first 60 days, the first five years, the first 10 years? Remember, this is just a quick little guide. So I would suggest for yourself, regardless of the problem or the topic that you've decided on, limit it. You know, we always think that more is better, but it's not because people want quick today. 
They don't want things that are going to take a long time to get through. They want things that are fast and solve a problem. So select how far you want to take people. This is a great example. So this ebook challenge, when I decided to do this for you guys, I had to ask myself, how far am I going to take people? I'm going to teach them all the steps that are required to write an ebook. But am I also going to help them figure out how to deliver the ebook? Am I also going to help them figure out how to market it and how to build an email list and how to build a website to offer it for sale? And I had to figure out like, well, wait a second. I can't do that for free. That's what I do with my students inside the Marketing Impact Academy. So for those of you who have wondered, this is not a plug, but I just want to like just be clear and transparent about that. I have to honor the fact that I have students who have invested in that information. And there's a lot of things I share for free on my podcast, but there are some things that I exclusively use to help and inspire and to honor those who have invested with me as their teacher. So those who are inside the Marketing Impact Academy, I teach them every single thing you need to do to market an ebook or anything else for that matter. Now, what does that mean for you if you're going to go all the way through this process? Well, it means now at least you've got an idea, you've got something that you could sell, and maybe the Marketing Impact Academy is going to be something that's much more attractive to you. But in the alternative, if it's not, you can learn how to do these things on Google by listening to podcasts and piecing it together yourself from YouTube. Now, of course, I think it goes without saying, I'm a big fan of going directly to the source, the person who can save you time, the person who's done this for thousands of other students. But timing is, you know, that's up to you, right? So we're going to work on this project. We're going to get that book across the line. You're going to feel amazing. Your confidence is going to be sky high. And you're going to begin to see possibilities. And that is the reason why I've done this challenge. We are on step three. Step three is to create a rough outline of your chapters. Now that you've limited your topic, ask yourself, okay, what would be the first thing they have to learn? And then the second, and then the third, and just create a rough outline and review that rough outline with someone who's opinionated. So you could say, here's what I'm teaching. Here's what I think I need to cover. And ask them, do you think I've missed something? Do you think this is too much? Do I need to cover this? Should this chapter be before that one? And take their feedback. Step four, decide how you're going to write this book. Now that you've got the chapters, and when I say how you're going to write it, I mean what software. One of the most confusing overwhelming pieces for me in writing my last two books is that, this is embarrassing. I kept asking the publisher that I was working with, is there a software program that you prefer that I use so I can then turn this into you using some software program? Like, there's got to be something out there. And they said, no, 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 we'd much prefer you to just use a Word document. Well, since that time, I've talked to so many other authors and they're like, you did what? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, wasn't that horrible? I'm like, yeah, it really was. Because what happens is you write your chapters and then you write pages and pages and pages and pages and pages and you have to scroll and scroll and scroll and you get really confused. Like, wait a second, was that in the first chapter? Did I already talk about that? Or is that in a later chapter? So my suggestion is number one, to use one of the really cool software programs that are developed specifically for writing books. They're great. And I'm going to post a couple links to them in our show notes and on my blog, all right? So be sure to go to shaleen.com and check out the blog post where we will give you these 14 steps as well as 
some links to great software programs that really make writing an ebook much more organized. In the alternative, here's what I've heard from many people that it helped them to keep everything very organized. And it's this. They used either a Google Doc or a Word document, but they created and opened a new file and or new document for each chapter and then put all of those into one master folder. I think that's brilliant. Number five is you want to block out time to write. And it should be scheduled. It should be on your calendar. And you should get yourself an accountability partner. And everybody is a buzz about this challenge inside the Pod Squad, our free Facebook group. So if you haven't already joined the Pod Squad, you should probably do that because it's pretty fun. We have a good time over there. And I think you'd love it. Remember, just go to Facebook, type in Shalene Johnson Pod Squad. You are required to know how to pronounce my name, Shalene, as in shut the door. All right. Number six, give yourself a deadline. Give yourself a fast approaching deadline, reasonable, but there's some pressure involved, right? And then tell someone, all right, this is the date by which I am going to have the rough manuscript of my ebook done and I'm going to turn it into you and have some fun with this. Say like, if I don't turn it into you, I'm going to give you a $100 gift card to Amazon or whatever. Like tell your friend, like, if I don't do this, I'm going to buy you dinner, whatever it is, like so that you've got some skin in the game and you actually feel the pressure. Like you've got to stay up late one night, like get this sucker done. I'm telling you, you're going to thank me when you finish this because you're going to feel like a total badass. It gives you so much confidence to finish this thing. So don't make it too big. Number seven, find someone to review your rough manuscript. Ideal candidates are high school English teachers, find, you know, maybe a friend of yours who's like really good at writing. Now, this is not someone you want to review it for spelling and punctuation. Like I want someone who's like a really good writer who really understands how things need to be formatted, excellent organization so that they can read it and say, oh, Shalene, this is great, except, you know, as the reader, I didn't quite understand how we would make the transition from this part to this part. So if you could expand on that a little bit more, or if you could explain in greater detail this piece, or I really felt like this piece, this chapter you had at the end, it would make much more sense if it was near the beginning of your ebook. Pick someone who's opinionated, who's going to give you honest feedback, and someone who's a really great writer. Remember, this is about content, not proofreading. Oh, I should mention, before you give it to them, take your rough manuscript and read it out loud. Just one time through. I find that when I write in silence, it sounds so different in my head versus when I speak it out loud. And at some point, we just might help you turn this ebook into an audible book. So make sure it sounds very conversational. Plus, I just think that's going to feel more natural when you read it out loud, you'll catch things and you'll improve the manuscript before you even turn it over to your friend. Now, if you don't have a friend to do this, other sources include upwork.com where you can hire someone overnight. They can sometimes do this for you at a very reasonable price. Other sources include Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. And I'm sure there's a few others. We'll do some research and put it in the show notes for you. Now we are on number eight. 
Number eight, you've just gotten the manuscript back from your friend or the person that you hired to read it for copy and content with some feedback, and you're going to rewrite it, and you're going to repeat steps seven and eight, sometimes repeatedly until you're really comfortable with the content. Now, when you're working with a fancy publisher, like I did with Rodell and Hay House, which that was my publisher for the one through one method, you will go back and forth and back and forth. And in fact, I would still be going back and forth and back and forth with the one through one method if there weren't a drop dead, okay, this is the last pass that you get, Shalene. It's kind of like art. You know, you just want to keep perfecting it and perfecting it. But you have to have a date by which you're done doing that. Otherwise, it'll never get done. And you know what's a whole lot better than perfect? Done. Because it ain't never going to be perfect. And it wasn't. There was like a typo, I think, in the table of contents. I was like, well, of course there is. Of course, 13 people have proofread this. And of course, we all missed this error in the table of contents. It's never going to be perfect. So what? Get it done. All right. So we repeat seven and eight. And then we have a date by which we just stop doing that. Step nine, now you want to find a proofreader. And this is someone different from a copywriter or someone who's looking at the content. A proofreader, this is someone who's going to catch grammatical spelling errors, typographical errors. You know, they're going to look at word choice a little bit. And that's a different individual. Again, you might know someone like my mother-in-law is so freaking good at this. I am horrible. (laughs) horrible. I just really read for content, but I'm so bad at proofreading stuff. You'll know someone who's really good at this. Maybe you can swap and pick someone who's doing this challenge with you and you could swap back and forth. But really, one of the easiest ways to have it done in like one day and not owe someone a favor and it's super duper reasonable is just hire someone on Upwork or Fiverr or one of the other sites that we will link in our show notes and in the blog post on this. Just pay someone. You can't even believe how inexpensively you can have top quality work done from somebody in another country whose first language is English, and you'll have it done and returned to you by morning. It's insane. It's such a cool thing. It's really going to open up your eyes to the possibilities of how you can create extra income and do these cool projects, even though you don't have a lot of time. Like you don't have time to proofread your own stuff. But what if tomorrow morning you woke up and your whole manuscript had been proofread for like 20 bucks? I'm not even kidding. It's pretty incredible. Step number 10 is to select any photos, images, or any artwork that you want included in the book. And of course, to make sure you own the rights to those things. All right. Now, I'm not going to go into copyright too much here, but there is an episode of Build Your Tribe where we do talk about copyright infringement and what you need to do there. Basically, if you're worried about it, you can file. To be honest, most people don't. There's kind of an implied copyright ownership. But definitely, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not giving you legal advice. But if you you get to that point and your book is done, Great. Don't worry about it now. But once your book is done, if you're like, you know what, should I protect this stuff? Yeah, it's super easy. Listen to that episode of Build Your Tribe. We've got a great legal counsel who gives us some terrific advice there, but it's super inexpensive. And in fact, I think it's free. Pretty sure it's free. All right. But anyways, make sure you've got all of your images, etc. pulled together. And I think the best way to organize this is to make sure everything that you're using for your ebook, whether it's your notes, Articles, research, photos, images, graphs, artwork, etc. 
even correspondence says, keep everything in one file folder. Just get organized. That's the number one thing creative people struggle with. It is organization. I see so many entrepreneurs or people who have ideas to make extra income and it falls short because every time they have a moment to work on it, they spend the first 30 minutes trying to figure out where everything is and where they left off and what was the last thing that they did. And it's like starting and stopping and starting and stopping takes so much time. So get yourself organized. A stitch in time saves nine. Number 11. Here we go. Get excited. Now we can talk titles. So my first suggestion would be for you to write down three or four titles that you think are possibilities. And the reason why I asked you to wait to do this is because oftentimes the title reveals itself as you're writing the content. It's also not uncommon for the content to take on a completely different shape and go in a different direction as you start really digging into the information. I can't tell you how many times I've gone and sat down to write a book or a chapter on something that I'm like, I know this inside and out. And then as I really dig in and start writing, I start to process and understand it on a deeper level. And I get better at explaining it. And I get better at even understanding it. And something new will kind of evolve in that process. So it's a fun thing to stay open-minded about your title the entire time until it's completely done and proofread. Now, not only have you really become intimately familiar with this content, but so too has probably your proofreader and the person who is proofing for content, your copywriter, and they often will have their own suggestions on what you might use as a potential title. You can also talk to your friends and family members that know you've been working on this and members of the pod squad, but don't marry yourself to one title because as soon as you do, you will find out that someone else has already used that title and you could be infringing on their copyrights. So once you've got a couple of titles that you think, oh, this will work, I think I like this, then I want you to go to Google and just search and see if anyone else has used that for the title of a book. And this is just preliminary. It's not necessarily saying that you can trademark it, you know, going to avoid copyright infringement, but it's the first step of due diligence that you should think about when selecting a title. Also, see if that domain name's available. Again, if someone has already taken the domain name, that doesn't mean you can't use it for a book title, but it's really cool if your book title, you could buy that domain name. So you might have to be really creative. Like, let's say that you were thinking about titling your book, What to Do When You Find Out You're Having Twins, and someone's already written a book with that exact title and they own the domain name. So then you're like, okay, well, what about It's Twin Time? Okay, that's available. You know what I'm saying? So just like play with a bunch of different titles, write them down, don't marry yourself to them, because now you've got to do some due diligence to see which one is available and that you like the most. And then even still, before you decide on it yourself, take it to others to let them help you choose. Let people help you. I don't know if you remember this, but on Instagram, I had already decided what the title of the 131 book was going to be. I was certain the book needed to be called Diets Are Dumb, You're Not. And I took that to my Instagram following and they all said, why would you not call it 131 Method? And then I took it to my publishers and they're like, uh, you need to call this one through one method. I'm like, really? Are you sure? And, you know, it wasn't my choice. You want to listen to others. That's your audience. Your audience will always 
tell you what they want and what resonates with them. So listen to them. Step 12 is now that you've got the book done, you've got a title picked out. Now you want to have your book formatted so that it will work on someone's phone. In other words, this is an ebook. So we need someone who's going to format the book for you so that when it downloads as a PDF to my phone, it's really easy to review it or read it on my phone. Now you could use Kindle software and make sure that it's formatted for a Kindle e-reader. You can do that, but I just, I really want this to be so simple for you. My daughter, Sierra, this is kind of what was a catalyst for this whole idea. She developed hers as a PDF. It's not sold on Amazon. You know, that's something you can do later. But for now, I just want you to format it so it reads nicely on an e-device, like an iPhone or an iPad, and that people don't have to scroll or to pinch or expand. It's just really easy to read, and they can download it as a PDF. And can you do that yourself? You can, and there are templates, and we will, again, link to those in our show notes. One of them I can think of off the top of my head. I think it's called InDesign. There's some really cool free templates you can use that will lay the books out for you. But again, why struggle for hours and hours and hours trying to figure that out yourself when there are people who can do this so inexpensively, under $100, depending on how long your book is, depending on how many photos there are, you can do this so inexpensively. That was step 12. Just find someone to lay it out for you. Not only will they lay it out, look, if you find a really good person, not only will they lay it out for you, but they'll make it look really pretty. And I think this is where it's helpful for you to download other and buy other ebooks and find something that you really like so you can show the person that you're working with, like, here's the design I really like. That's what Sierra did. Sierra was inspired by a few other people who she follows their ebooks and she took screenshots of them and said, you know, I kind of like their color scheme that this person used, except for I would replace it with baby blue. And I like the way they laid theirs out. Here's what I do like. Here's what I don't like. And that will really make the job go quick if you're outsourcing this. Again, we'll give you some resources where you can find those things online. But remember, you know, just a word to the wise, anything you're trying to figure out, just type it in on Google and there's your answer. Like, how do I find someone to lay out my ebook for me? And you'll find resources. All right, that was step 12. Here's step 13. This is a fun one. Now you get to do what they call the finishing touches on the book. I love getting to this stage because now it's like, oh, this is easy. This is the fun part. It's your table of contents about the author. Isn't that fun? Oh my gosh, about the author. You're the author. How exciting is this? And then you get to do your acknowledgments. That's where you thank people who helped you. Maybe you tell your copywriter or your editor, your proofreader, your designer, or whoever designs the cover of your book or your photographer, whatever. You can acknowledge all those people. You can say thank you to your husband. You can say thank you to your accountability partner. You know, it's acknowledging those people who helped you along the way in putting this ebook together. And then you get to do a dedication. I mean, this is going to be fun. This is your legit first ebook. So I want you to write a dedication in the beginning. It'll sound a little something like this. I would like to dedicate this book to my best friend and my favorite podcast host, Shalene Johnson, for challenging me to write this ebook. And then you can go on and, you know, dedicate the book to whoever else you want to dedicate it to. That'd be pretty cool if you dedicate it. I'm just kidding. You don't have to dedicate it to me. It's really a cool thing to dedicate it to someone who means a lot to you. 
and then to surprise them when they get to read your ebook. Okay, let's see. So dedication, acknowledgement about the author, table of contents. And some people write an intro. You know, if you want to write an intro before your first chapter, you can do that. Okay, and the last and final of our 14 steps is to hire someone to create your cover art. Your cover art is what is going to sell the book. What's in the book, believe it or not, doesn't even matter. Because people will buy the book without ever knowing what's inside. They don't even know whether it's well-written, if it's actually going to solve their problems. They're going to make a decision on whether they want to buy this book or not simply by looking at the cover. So have someone design the cover for you. Certainly, you could do it yourself using Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com. And there are PicMonkey is another one, P-I-C-M-O-N-K-E-Y, PicMonkey. Over.com is another one. Not over. It's not .com. It's over. That's an app. You could actually design a cover like on your phone. How cool is that? Or you can hire someone to do it. I think you'll be really impressed with the quality of the work that you would get from 99designs. That's a great company. We use them all the time for our artwork, for logos, design work, etc. And that's an important piece. Those are your 14 steps. You do that and your book will be freaking done. Done. The only thing that might hold this up is you being a perfectionist. So I'm going to give you this challenge. It's to get it done and have it be a mess, but to get it done. I don't want it to be perfect. I want it done. So hit me up in social media and say, Shaleen, here's the date by which I'm telling you, I'm going to give you, Shaleen, a $100 Amazon gift card if I don't have it done by such and such date. No, I don't want you to do that. But we could donate it to a charity. That'd be kind of cool. I would definitely accept it for that purpose. But you just have to get it done. That's the hardest part. Because what's easy after that is figuring out how we're going to market it. Obviously, that's what I teach inside the Marketing Impact Academy, right? Worst case scenario, you just, you get it done and you give it to the people that you follow. You give it to the people who you know it's going to help. You allow people to download it. You could, you can even email it to people, right? There's a million different things you'll be able to do with this. Obviously, it can get pretty in-depth. Well, in fact, let me show you exactly what we do. So you can download one of our eBooks, okay? So even if you're not interested in growing your Instagram, I want you to go to this domain, write it down, shaleen.com, you won't forget that, forward slash IG hacks. That's a freaking ebook, a free ebook. So now what you're going to see is you're going to see how I give it away on a website page. It's just a single page. You'll see how we just ask for your email address. You'll see how we deliver it to you. You'll see how we laid it out. You'll see how it's designed, how it reads, how it prints if you wanted to print it. You'll see how we deliver it to you with an email. You'll see how we market it. And you'll see how I follow up with a follow-up email after you get it. Like That's really cool for you to see, right? Because once you see how someone else has done something, it makes it possible. It's like what I talked about in Friday's episode about comparison. You know, comparison isn't always bad. Sometimes comparison, now I'm off on a tangent. Sometimes comparison allows us to realize to see something and go, oh, that's how you do it, or oh, I could do that too. So download that report, shaleen.com forward slash IG hacks. And that's like an ebook. That is legitimately, that's an ebook. We call it a report. Sometimes we would call it a guide, but frankly, it's an ebook. You just read it on your phone. 
And it's really amazing. P.S. If you are at all interested in growing your Instagram, you'll love this report. So that's it. Those are your 14 steps. I hope you love this. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. I wanted to mention a tool that I think you're going to find incredibly useful, especially if you struggle sometimes to know what your purpose is. What is your thing? Like, what are you called to do? Why are you here? What makes you great? What makes you unique? You know what? I think you're too close to yourself to actually even see it. I think if we asked a lot of your friends and family members, they would know. But I want you to know it. I want you to declare it. I want you to see it. So I've developed this really simple questionnaire. You just download it. It's kind of like a quiz, but you're going to know all the answers to this quiz because it's a quiz about you. And when you complete it right there in your own handwriting, it's going to be perfectly clear to you what your thing is. So do me a favor. No, do you a favor and download this questionnaire. You can get it for free by going to shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And then answer the questions and I want to hear from you. Send me an Instagram message and let me know, like, what is your thing? I'm really excited to hear. And I know you will be too. It can be life-changing and clarity providing to know what your thing is. The same answers are going to come up over and over again when you fill out this questionnaire. It's going to be so obvious to you. And it's going to give you that boost in confidence that maybe you've been missing. All right, again, shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And I am really excited for you to do this. 